Hey guys! Happy New Year! 2023! Welcome to 2023! I'm Tatiana. And I'm Tamara. And today we are going to be talking about what's next. We're hoping that you all had a wonderful year last year and coming into 2023, we are expecting good things for you guys. With a new year, we all strive to make goals and lists of things that we want to achieve and vision boards of things that we all hope and dream will come to pass in this new year. But what happens when you don't know where God is taking you? Let's dive into the episode. Right now, Tamara and I, we are walking what's next in this season because for those of you guys who don't know, we graduated in 2022, December. Yay! Yay! So we are <laughs> approximately 11 slash 12 days not knowing what to do. <laughs> and that's okay. And that's okay. It's weird because we are really goal-orientated. Mm-hmm. And we, no matter how long it takes, we just continue to do the best we can to keep our heads high and achieve those goals. And now we're running out of goals because we don't know what to do next. Like, I'm not just about to sit around in the house and wait for the phone to ring. I want to be purposeful. I want to, you know, go out there and be intentional. So then when the day comes, not only I'm prepared for it, but I'm living my life as well. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. I definitely don't want to be sitting at home just hoping and the days are going to go by. If we didn't learn anything by 2022, it's already 2023, that every day is going to go by swiftly exactly you know and we can't get those time back Mm -hmm. so as we are going through this season i'm very excited to see what god is going to reveal to us and what our lives are going to look like in this season another thing i wanted to say before you start your first point is that there's going to be times in our walk of faith where we don't know where god is sending us or what is he doing or what he wants us to do But just because we don't know, does that mean God is not moving? Just because we don't know, that doesn't mean he doesn't have a future or a plan for us. It's just, that's what it is. When you surrender everything to God, you might not know your next step. But I feel like, you know, as long as you give him your mind, you give him your dreams, you give him your desires, and the more you seek him, the more it's going to become clear of where he's sending you and what he wants you to do with your life. So... If any of you guys are struggling at this moment about, oh my goodness, what do I do? And you've surrendered your life to God. If it's anything I know what to do is... Go ahead and say it, Tatiana. Are you looking at me? I'm just... Let's do the twin telepathy. Go. You know what I'm about to say. If you don't... Okay. Focus, Tatiana. Focus. Okay? If you don't know what to do, you know to do at least two things. Is it that song, Praise Your Hands? Put put your hands up in the air and worship the Lord? What? Pray? This is your motto. Give it to God. No, you love God. Oh, love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and love others like you love yourself. Is that what it is? Tatina, there's one thing we had to do in this world when we came out was we were twins and we just failed the twin telepathy test. We got to do better. It's okay. (laughs) Go ahead, girl. You can do your point. My first point is that if you can't control it, leave it to God. Um... Yeah, this one is kicking my face because sometimes I'm like, okay, if I work hard in this, Mm -hmm. in six months, I'll move up the chain of ladder and then I'll continue to work hard and then another six months, I'll move. But it's like, if I cannot control what's going on around me, I have to give it up to God Mm -hmm. because there's nothing 
I physically can do, you know? And like in Genesis 7, 9, Noah was told to build an ark, Mm -hmm. you know? And when I was reading the passage, I was like, wait a minute. Not only he had to build an ark, but he also was, you know, given lists of all the animals and male and female pair, Mm -hmm. sacrifice, what's what's supposed to come and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. He did not worry about the animals. Like building the ark is one thing, but these wild animals that literally can eat him. Yeah, exactly. He didn't worry about Or you know what? Now that you're saying that, he didn't even worry about the details. Noah didn't have to gather the animals. God took care of the details of that job while Noah was doing his part by building the ark. I often just do the opposite of what Noah did. I worry about the details while neglecting the specific areas, like such as attitude, relationships, and responsibility that are in our control. Genesis 7-9 in the MSG version, it says that clean and unclean animals, birds, and all the crawling creatures came in pairs to Noah into the ship, male and female, just as God had commanded Noah. To me, the main word was came. Hmm. They literally came. If we just focus on whatever God told us to do, he will take care of the rest. Right. In the other verse that I have as well is Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 7, also in the MSG version. It says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God, run from evil. And that's what? The MSG? Yep. Wow. Y'all I be- have not heard it in that version. Exactly. Y'all sleep on MSG. I love MSG. Although I do like NLT as well, but the MSG breaks it down. Wow. Like, it breaks it down. That's good because I feel like sometimes when it comes to planning, especially with us being goal-orientated, it's like we are so into all of the details but God sees every error he sees the beginning to the end he sees a small minute details of everything and it's just like if we just focus on whatever God told us to do from the beginning and not think like what that scripture just said we don't know it all mm-hmm. and we just give it to God and we do what he tells us to do he will take care of every detail can you imagine God telling you right now Okay, in your house, I'm going to bring all these type of... Some animals we never even knew existed because they were deep in the wild. Can you imagine? (laughs) Yeah. You know? And it's just like, if God can do that and take care of all the other stuff, I'm pretty sure he can do the rest. For us. We just need to calm down, step aside, and let him be God. In our lives, yeah. I'm speaking to myself. My first point is, oftentimes, when we achieve a promise from God or make a goal... We tend to worry about our next steps after we achieve the goal or get an answered prayer. It can block us from enjoying our success, and it can also hinder us from enjoying the moments of victory, especially after enduring hardships and trials prior to achieving that success. Now, I know that was a mouthful, but what I meant by that is once we achieve our goals or things we have been praying for, and it becomes tangible and we're walking in it and like we can see it or touch it, they start to become a burden if we're too worried about our next steps. You know, for example, like Tatiana mentioned earlier, um, prior in this podcast, that we both graduated from college recently, and it was a big goal of mine to reach. And not knowing my next steps and it not being clear to me, 
it has caused my college graduation to become a burden, which is sad because that's, it's a very dangerous place for us to be when we're walking and living in our answered prayers and now we're allowing it to become a burden because we don't know what's happening next. As you were talking, I was like, wow, what if we're in the season of rest? We could be. For the next. After graduation, we were so happy, like, yes, we finished 2022. On to the next. On to the next. And then low-key, we were sad, not knowing what to do, maybe depressed a little bit, like, oh my gosh, I just achieved this. Like, what are we supposed to do now? What's the next goal? And in reality, it's like, we were up at night writing these papers. Yep. A lot of trials, a lot of tribulations. Okay, to four o'clock. We were catching headaches. Crying, that, balancing acting and having an acting career. Acting, yeah. going to auditions, having to read plays after plays, and then running back on campus, literally no sleep. We had no energy. Yeah. Can you imagine? And it's like, what if God just wanted us to rest right now and enjoy the season of completing something, in our case, graduation, getting that diploma, that hard work, and rest and then the real works begin, you know? Yeah, I didn't think about that, you know? And just thinking about me allowing something that I've prayed for for so long to become a burden now that I actually have it, it's dangerous for me to do that. It's dangerous because I was robbing God of his praise and giving him Mm -hmm. credit because I would not have made it without him, honestly. If it wasn't for him, I... I (laughs) I know for a fact. I'm laughing because I know for a fact I would not have walked that stage and received my diploma. You know, and I felt horrible because I prayed for that moment. I prayed for moments to get past here. I prayed for moments after graduation. And then it's just like a little bit of sadness came because I was so focused and worried about my next, you know. And instead of, of me glorifying God for answering this specific prayer, I was worried about life after college. And that should never happen. Ephesians 3.20 in the TPT version helps me understand that God has more in store for me. Even though I achieve something and I don't know what's happening next, mm-hmm. he still has more. Yeah, this is not it. It's, this is There's more. So that verse is, Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. So if he can accomplish more than we might ask or think, that means he still has more. You know, in, in this life, we won't always know our next steps. After we reach some type of version of success, the enemy will try to send waves of depression, fear, or even doubts about God because we think that God isn't planning out our future for us. And I can speak that from my life and where I am today. I felt like God didn't have anything for me after I graduated, which is a lie from the enemy. And we had to rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And it is also fear of, you know, trying to get me worried about my next steps, you know, and God will take care of us. But most importantly, he will take us from glory to glory. For example, if you guys have a promotion or you know, you, you finally get married or your dreams are coming true or whatever it is, whatever goal that you've achieved and you've only seen that far, there's going to be more. Mm-hmm. God right. has more for you. Because sometimes some people would only worry about, oh my gosh, okay, once I get that husband, like that's my goal. And then they pray, pray, pray fast and mm-hmm. have faith in the Lord. And like, they'll finally get the husband as if they don't have any more life to live after that. Yeah, so no, now they're like, way more for now you. that I'm married... Oh, I didn't even think, you know. 
I could be a business what woman. What can I do or, after this? Yeah. And I can speak for myself because I only literally thought about my career in acting. And after a certain age, mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, I didn't even plan out what I wanted to do after this age. Not that yeah. I'm thinking I'm going to die at like 23. Yeah. No, no, but I'm just like at 23, I should be married, have kids, yeah. have a career, and then I'm going to do the family thing and then that's it. His thoughts and his ways are higher than our thoughts and higher than our ways. You know what I mean? So it's like if you're thinking, oh, I can only achieve this, but his thoughts are higher, you know, and his ways are obviously better than our ways. And it's like there's more. There's always more. His well does not run dry. Like, he is the living spirit. You know what I mean? Like, when you come to him, we come to him hungry. He don't come to us hungry. He's always full. Matter of fact, he's over full. You know what I mean? So it's just like for the enemy to put that lie in my mind or even in your mind that there's not enough or, you know, you've reached your goal. You, there's no up from here. You're already seen up. That's the lie from the enemy. We send that right back to the pit of hell because there's more for you. And 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 in TBT helped me understand that, you know, once I reach a certain level of glory, I will continue to reach a higher level. 2 Corinthians 3, verse 18 in the TPT version states this, We can all draw close to him with a veil removed from our faces. And with no veil, we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. We are being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Now, there it is. We move from glory to glory. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mic drop. (laughs) Thanks for the sound effect. My second point is spend time with God to reveal your next. Now, this one is obviously yeah. a no-brainer, but it's easier said than done because mm-hmm. we all have jobs, activities, responsibilities, yeah. things we want to do, probably children and all of that stuff. So it's like, oh, I can carve in five minutes here and there. But the more we spend time, the more we can hear God clearly in what he wants us to do. This year, my sister and I were walking in consistency and consecration yes and for me i feel like even when i don't know what i'm doing next or yada yada god i can't hear you clearly i'll spend maybe five ten minutes a day thinking okay i'm spending time with god but it's like but i'm not waiting Mm -hmm. to hear or i'm not waiting to sense the presence of the lord you know Mm -hmm. i'm not waiting to get out of my flesh and let my spirit do the talking or let my spirit just listen to what's going on Mm -hmm. because i'll sit in there with my same problems my heart is not postured like what five minutes like no it's a relationship spend time Mm -hmm. and for me i'm realizing as i am spending more time with god that we won't have to worry about the what ifs Because God has a specific plan that is perfect for each and every one of you. And that won't lead us to many different scenarios. You know, that's not who he is. He doesn't have scenarios. You know, he didn't have scenarios when when Jesus came. He had a specific thing from even Adam and Eve. He already talked about his son from the beginning. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, like, Jesus wasn't no afterthought. That was his plan from the beginning. Yes. You know? And... He knows the man's heart and knows what's ahead. So he knows what we're probably trying to plan for ourselves, <laughs> us being the man, trying to plan things for ourselves, but yeah. he knows what's ahead. Mm-hmm. You know? So for me, it's like, 
and I'm taking this advice for myself, like the more and more you are consistent going to the gym, the better, better it's going to get. Mm-hmm. Not just your results, but now you can it's pick easier. up yeah. a 10 pound versus a two pound. Mm-hmm. Now you can bench 50 instead of 10. And you get actually you stronger. You get stronger. Yes. But not only do you get stronger, you know more about each equipment. Right. You know, you kind of advance and expand on all of all of the equipment and workout techniques and different positions. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. The more and more we spend time with him, the more and more he will reveal your next. Mm-hmm. And for me, what obviously blocks me a lot of hearing what the Holy Spirit has to say is either I'm rushing mm-hmm. reading my word mm-hmm. or I'm just not spending enough time. I'm thinking Sunday's enough and maybe once or twice a week. And it's like, what? Mm-mm. And if you don't train yourself to listen to what God has to say 24-7, yeah. you're not going to know, oh, man, wait, I feel like this is what God is telling me, but I don't know. You're always being the second guessing. You're always guessing. second guessing, yeah. and that's honestly where I was at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, girl. <sighs> God go. is not a confusion. He's not the author He's of not. confusion. He's not. So spin time with with him him. and he will reveal to you what's next Mm -hmm. now i'm not over here saying oh he's gonna reveal everything to you what next what's next he might just said hey in this moment you're gonna be in consecration i'm working with this with you right now and that's what it is or he might tell you everything Mm -hmm. but i'm just saying of just what he wants you to do in the meantime as well yeah you know and the verse for me that really helped with this as well is matthew 7 verse 7 through 8 in the nlt version And it says, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. Now, to me, when I read this, it said keep. That doesn't mean stop. You got to keep. It's a continuous thing. On asking. And knocking. Keep on seeking. Keep on knocking so i'm like girl you think that five minutes prayer is gonna be it <laughs> although i'm not putting god in a box like you no. you might really need something desperately and in those five minutes god comes and do what he needs yeah, to do because there's no perfect prayer because yeah. there's no perfect prayer but i'm just saying like we have to continue spending time because just because you got the next now what happens in the next season now you're gonna go back to that no we have to continue spending time with god mm-hmm. there are so much more benefits when you spend time with God, and I feel like I've, we've already mentioned this in a previous episode, and if not, here it is. You know, like, that's how we fight our battles. That's how mm-hmm. God strengthens us. That's like our workout. But most importantly, that's how we bond. That's how we get closer to him. That's how we start to discern his voice. That's how we start to hear him and truly feel him and know him. So then we can be able to walk with him every day. So God's not just staying in your prayer closet. He's not just staying in your alone time. He's with you throughout your day. He's with you while you're sitting and having conversations with other people, you know? Sometimes it could be the fact that we're not spending enough time with him. We get to the, oh my gosh, what's next? Yes, the depression, definitely. the sadness, and definitely. all that stuff is because we're not spending time with him every day. And your spirit is probably like, we need our father. like, And we need the presence of the Lord. And for me, it's like, oh my gosh, it already started with Adam and Eve. They were yeah. fine until they sinned. And God was like, what's going on? It's like, oh my gosh, this person ate it. Shame, this, this, yeah. This, 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 and then they were disconnected and from, Disconnected yeah. and all that stuff. And now like... They got banished from the garden. But on top of that, what they were feeling was because 
they weren't in that direct commune with God anymore. They were separated, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if that happened then, and God created us to have a complete relationship, just like how he had it with Adam, because he was in there doing his business, Mm -hmm. minding his business, having a good old time with with God God 24-7. He didn't have no problem until he sinned. That's true. Until he stopped spending time with God, until shame came up and all that stuff. So it's like, if we can look at that, and we can look at our lives as well. It's like, yeah, um, he spent time with God for a while and a long time. And that's how his relationship is. We cannot think one minute of, thank you, Jesus. Um, There's enough. Give me my next. No. Or what's my next? You know? And it's just like, no, we have to cultivate our relationship so we can continue having that constant hearing, that's, speaking, uh, That constant direct communication. That constant direct God. communication. Yes. I agree because then that's another thing too. It's like if you don't exercise talking to him and if you don't like go and spend time with him and and cultivate that relationship, how are you going to know when he tells you what's next? You know what I mean? You're not. You're not going to know. And even if he does tell you, you're going to always second guess it. My second point is waiting or not knowing what's next can give us strength. I often feel like when I don't know what my next steps are, God is planning on giving me more strength for the next season of my life. He prepares us. And sometimes preparation, I'm going to say this, and it's not nice, and it's not something that we want to hear, but it's the truth. Like Preparation sometimes happens in the waiting, not knowing, you know, in trials and tribulations, or even when you don't know what's your next that's when preparation happens, you know, and, and in those seasons, God uses it to grow us in deeper faith and deeper understanding and strength and revelation and discernment. So when we arrive at the next season, it's problems and trials won't take us out. You know, life isn't supposed to be easy, but with God, he will guide us and help us navigate this difficult life. The verse that helps me with that is Isaiah 40 verse 27 through 31 in the MSG version. And it says, I love the MSG. Girl, the MSG, yes. It says, why would you ever complain, O Jacob, or whine Israel saying, God has lost track of me. He doesn't care what happens to me. Don't you know anything? Haven't you been listening? God doesn't come and go. God lasts. He's creator of all you can see or imagine. He doesn't get tired out, doesn't pause to catch his breath, and he knows everything inside and out. He energizes those who get tired, gives fresh strength to dropouts. For even young people tire and drop out, young folk in their prime stumble and fall. But those who wait upon God get fresh strength. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run and don't get tired. They walk and don't lag behind. So sometimes not knowing what's next can help us prepare. Sometimes when you're in the waiting seasons, even in trials and tribulations, you know, we have to use those things and we have to use those difficulties to help strengthen us for the next season. And when the next season comes and its trials and tribulation come, it won't drag us down because we we done built some muscle in the spiritual realm. We done found our armor. We done got close to God. We, we done found out who God is for us, but most importantly, his voice. So when God's saying, okay, you know what, Tamara, there's a trial and tribulation happening, but the winds came, the winds blew, but your firm foundation is in him. Your house won't be shaken because it was built in God and God alone. Wow, that was good. 
Yeah. You know, and God will remove things. So in, in the season of preparation and in the season of not knowing and in the seasons of trial and tribulation, he will remove things that we can no longer bring into the next season. We can't bring. No. So he has to work on it. He has to work on it in us, through us, Prune, to remove the refine. things that no longer serves us or our purpose so that we can excel in our next season. You know, he's a God that will prepare us for the next in that preparation season and us not knowing our next. And, and maybe you who are listening, not knowing your next, God is preparing you. But not only is he preparing you, but he's also removing things that you cannot, I repeat, cannot bring to your next season because it can't serve you anymore. It won't. It won't serve you. It can't serve you. And you can't move and excel where he's trying to take you from. And the verse I have for that is Malachi 3, 3 in the ESV version. It says, he will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. And he will purify the sons of Levi and refine them like gold and silver. And they will bring offerings in righteousness to the Lord. So he's refining us. He's pruning us. You know what I mean? He's removing things from us. He's making us better, making us more righteous, stronger in whatever area that we need to be so that when that next season happens, we're good. And my last point is God tests us to see what we are going to do in the seasons of uncertainty. That's not fun, (laughs) but you know, a little testing, it kind of shows us where we're at. It shows us, but it also, I mean, obviously God knows, but I think it's more for us to see where we're at, you know, he's mm-hmm. testing us where our faith is, where our faith is. He's testing us to see if we really love him and if we really trust him, you know, and in, in those moments when we don't know what our next steps are is when we have to fight for our faith in peace every day. That's when we have to put our extra fight in mm-hmm. because the enemy will use that and to try to put lies in your mind and try to put lies in your heart and in your spirit so that in his mind, he hopes it can grow bad fruit. But it's not in the name of Jesus because we know those lies are not from God. You know, and, and like I said, in those moments, like we have to stay steadfast. You know, we must stay rooted in the word. And in those moments of uncertainty, we have to allow God to expand our faith and revelation in a deeper way. When we do not know our next steps, we have to consider it an opportunity to allow God to teach us, to prune us, to grow us in how to trust in him, even when we don't know where he's taking us. You know, the verse that comes to mind is 2 Corinthians 5, 7 in the ESV version. And it states, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Mm -hmm. So in this season of not knowing what is next or in the season of, oh my goodness, this is a new year and, you know, I've accomplished all my goals or in this new year, I I don't know what to do. I don't know what God is doing because, you know, we are being more Holy Spirit led. Mm -hmm. And sometimes being Holy Spirit led, you know, you got to wait. We got to wait sometimes. And sometimes we don't know. And that's okay. But we walk by faith and not by sight. Mm-hmm. So if we say we believe in God, let's believe in God. Let's not get weak and weary. Let's not get frustrated, even though it might happen. And that's okay. It's normal. It's normal. But guess what? Like my verse says, to keep on knocking and seeking, just keep on asking for strength. Keep. Keep. That's keep a continual Keeping on. Keep on keeping on. And for those of you who know what's next, just obey whatever God has to say and keep doing what you're doing because God will show up in your lives. And I truly believe in that. I do too. 
Thank you for listening to our show. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to rate us and subscribe to our podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram where we will be able to communicate with you all. And don't forget to share our podcast to any sisters in your community where you feel can be blessed by this episode. Thank you so much for your support. We really appreciate you all. We We love love you guys. guys. Let's grow together one discussion at a time. Until next time.